Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies people have. Reading from emails directly or anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the mall Santa. You know the one. He brought home some very well, very, very good elves to Mrs. Claus to play with. I could be reading from your store clerk. You know the one. She just got filled with nine cream pies before she went to work. I could be reading from the store manager. You know the one. He was the ninth guy to fill her with a York peppermint cream patty. (laughs) You just never, ever know. If you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. So, it's the week before. Did you get everything you're wanting to? Did you give? Have everything done? I do actually have everything done for once, but I didn't do much. So it wasn't that hard. And um, I've ordered my own Christmas present for myself. Does anybody else do that? Though I think I may have to return it and buy a new vibrator because I've worn another one out. So if there is any toy brand, toy that you're researching or have and you love, I am taking recommendations because my womanizer has, I think, is on its last leg. My gut tells me it's not holding a charge as much anymore. So I'm about to, you know, play taps, backyard, bury it. I I need to look and see if they replace the replacement. (laughs) Because, yeah, this is the replacement that's getting, you know, the one. Because I killed the first one in, like, less than a year. And now this one. So I'm wondering if, yeah, there you go. So that's the line I'm sticking to it. But now I was was playing last night, and I went to turn it on, and, it did the, uh, you know, when you're right, I I went through the whole, I was right there and it went, uh, like dying. We all know the dying sound of a vibrator. Yep. That was me, but I'm horrible about charging it. I'll be completely honest. And I know my lover listening to this is going, yep, she is. I am. I'm horrible. Very, you know, it's like, I need a reminder on my phone. Like, once a week, charge your vibe, charge your vibe. Yeah, that would be great. 
because I have, you know, I'm my my brain is filled with squirrels and and uh, bunny rabbits or no, I always say squirrels and ducks. My squirrels and ducks are most of the time on crack, so they never walk in a straight line. And so there's your food for thought and how my brain works. So you wouldn't want to live in my head as I tell everybody because it's just, as you can tell, in between stories and my opening, it's random ducks that are not quarreled, you know, almost like um, a cat herder. You remember the old Budweiser commercial with the cat herders? That's me with my ducks and squirrels. Just saying. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have some whiskey. With some filthy cherries, of course. And explore erotic fantasies. From people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, this was a while ago. So at this point, I was 18 and was very much inexperienced with both boys and girls. I had never done much more than making out and some hand stuff, only with guys at this point. But I was always super curious about sex, also halfway curious about girls. Being a cheerleader, I spent most of my time with other girls. Now, as most know, when girls spend a lot of time together, they get really close and very open about everything. Girls naturally are very touchy and huggy. Maybe this isn't that normal, but sometimes we've even given each other little kisses before competitions and stuff. Anyways, since girls are naturally like this, it was easy for me to get turned on by these little quirks without anyone suspecting. I've always assured myself that other girls weren't turned on by it like me, and just secretly enjoying it. One weekend, all the seniors on the team decided to have a sleepover at one of the girls' house. She was the captain, and I'll call her Sarah. Sarah and I weren't very close friends, but we had a few inside jokes, one of which was about her having the biggest boobs and me having the nicest butt decided by other teammates. As a result, we would jokingly make up nicknames to one another, sometimes grab smack each other, me to her boobs, her to my butt. So at this sleepover, we're all sitting in a circle doing whatever, and at some point I lay down on my stomach with a pillow under my arms and head. Sarah was sitting next to me, and she moved over to me and straddled my back and legs, as in her butt was pretty much on mine. When she first sat on me, I could feel the warmth of her crotch against me and got a little turned on. She started making a joke about my butt and slapping my butt cheeks in a funny way. Again, girls are weird, and although I was enjoying it, I didn't think she was thinking anything sexual, just being silly like always. As everyone is talking and just casually hanging out, I noticed Sarah hadn't moved her hands from my ass. At first, she was just resting her hands on me, but slowly started gently rubbing my cheeks. I asked what she was doing, and she kind of giggled and just said, I don't know, just giving you a butt massage. Without thinking, I responded back, Wow, I've never had anyone do that. I like it. I immediately regretted it and figured it would weird her out and she would stop. But she didn't. In fact, she started squeezing harder. All the while, no one is really noticing and thinking anything of it. As they were kind of doing their own thing, 
As she was rubbing me, I could feel myself getting wet. I was probably jipping right through my skin of that tight leggings, but Sarah was rubbing closer and closer to my pussy, her thumbs gently grazing my pussy lips through my pants with each rub and squeeze. Without even noticing, I started slowly moving my hips in gyration fashion, and Sarah started to gently grind against my leg while still rubbing my ass so good. I was so worked up, I wanted to spin her around and make out with her, get handfuls of her big, perky boobs. We kept slowly and subtly grinding against one another, and no one knew. One girl suddenly suggested we watch a movie. The sleepover was at Sarah's house, so she got off me to put me a DVD, then shut the lights off and came and sat next to me. She motioned for me to move with her to the corner behind where the other girls were sitting. We ended up sharing a blanket and a pillow. Under the covers, I was lying on my back, and she slowly turned toward me and wrapped both of her smooth toned legs around mine and started grinding again. I moved my hand over and slowly to make sure she was okay with it and started grabbing her boobs and rubbing her nipples. I started over her shirt, but she slowly pulled her shirt up. Her boobs were so soft I could feel her nipple getting hard under my hand. I was grinding back against her, and I started grabbing her thigh, rubbing it while I was pulling up against me. I could feel her boobs gently rubbing mine with each hip movement. I was so wet and hot, I could feel my heart beating. I was nervous, but so turned on. Then she stopped for a second. I was disappointed because I thought she was stopping her fun. But then she slowly turned me so we were spooning, her as the big spoon. She was rubbing my ass again, which I pushed into her. As she played with my ass, she started slowly move her hand between my legs. I couldn't take it anymore and rubbed my hand into her panties. But Sarah gently pushed my hand to the side and started rubbing my pussy. I couldn't believe what was happening. All the girls were just feet away, and the sexy blonde was touching me under the blanket. I was clearly loving it as much as me. I turned toward her eventually and touched her back a little as well. I wanted to make out with her, but it would have been too obvious. So we gave each other sneaky, gentle kisses when we had a chance. It was so hot. Every time I felt her hot lips and tongue on mine, I fantasized her kissing me all over my body. We continued to touch each other, still gentle and subtle, but so sexy and hot. I put my hand in her pants and felt her warm pussy against my hand, slowly started moving my finger around inside of her. She was getting wetter and wetter and breathing hard. She let out really tiny little moans into her my ear her lips sometimes gently grazing my neck, which made my whole body tingle. We started to slow down as we didn't want to get caught, but never exchanged a word. Nothing further happened that particular night. But at practice later that week, we continued to slap and grab each other as a joke. And later that year, she threw a party where other stuff with me and her happened drunkenly. Yeah, That was a really sexy sleepover. M. Well, hello, M. I think for everyone else 
out there. The only thing that was missing was the pillow fight and, you know, sexy little shirts and little itty bitty panties that every dude thinks happens or uh, maybe fantasizes that happens at every girl sleepover. In my experience, no. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been in a sexy pillow fight. I'll have to really, really think on that one. And then right now it's a no. Have you ever, and this to me, no, this is never, well, kind of, sort of. I didn't get caught. The girl in said room got caught. So we were about the same age and I'm trying to, and um, the team had a sleepover for state and um, the room I was in was the movie room. And then there was the poker room and then there was something else. There was three different rooms. I stayed in the movie room with this person and several other people. And yes, it was (laughs) co-ed. So no, you know, pillow fights. Girls in sexy lingerie. Sorry to burst that bubble. But uh, some of the things happened with me. I was on the floor with him and we had a cover and we were watching. I don't even know what the movie was watching, but we were watching a movie, sort of. If me not remembering what movie it was. But I, I do remember touching lots and lots of touching. Nothing in particular. However, apparently on the bed above me or to the side of me, there was gentle fucking. That's, that's how oblivious I was to what was going on. And, uh, someone came and checked. And this is the reason why the team doesn't travel is because of them, not me, because we were, you know, sitting and watching a a movie, not laying down and spooning. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that because it wasn't me. <clears throat> so do you guys, excuse me, have any stories where you could have, should have, and probably did or didn't get caught? It's interesting when we think back to our youth and some of the things we used to do thinking, oh, nobody's thought of this. Nobody will get caught. And then when you're older with children, which we all know I don't, I think back and, you know, my best friend, she has kids. And I'm always asking her, you know, things like this, but you know, they're not old enough there yet. And I always remember when something like this happens or a story like this comes in happens, or we hear about someone that's underage. I remember I had this regular that would call and his, his boys hadn't one of age yet, but he always would tell me, I'm going to keep a crystal bowl next to the door filled with condoms. That's also gonna be filled with condoms, condom, 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 condoms. And I'm going to have enough where they can double wrap it. And I thought, wow, he's not going to feel that. He might as well just go home and masturbate in a sock. (laughs) I know, bad thought, right? (laughs) What would you guys do? And do you have a crystal bowl outside, or not outside, but by the the door? Could you imagine if you were picking up uh, a daughter and there was a bowl of condoms right there? And what if her parents said, here, Double wrap. Then what? What would you do? Thank God that was not my father. Right? (laughs) What would you guys do? (laughs) I really want to know. Dear Nikki, 
We're taking a break from the lifestyle when this happened. My wife received an Instagram DM from a 21-year-old that lives super close to us. They chatted for a while, normal conversation. Then it became sexual. She sent him ass pics and he loved it. And then he sent her a dick pic and she was really surprised. He had a long dick, but not too thick. She just had to have him. So they set up a date. My wife slipped on a nice lingerie set, a cardigan to cover up, and then yes, a cute pair of wedges. Ten minutes after she left, I received a text telling me he looked super young, but she was already there. After hours went by, then the wifey texted me audio recordings. I began listening to them, and wow, he fucked the crap out of her. He had her moaning like crazy. When she returned home, I just had to reclaim her. She got diagonal on the bed, and I slipped my cock in her, and it was super wet, never before. She also was loose. It felt amazing. She began telling me details as I fucked her. She told me he came inside of her twice, and I thought, no wonder her pussy felt flooded. I pulled my cock out, and I could see his coming on it. This was super hot and delicious. I just had to shove my face in her wet pussy. I did that, and must have been the biggest cream pie I've ever had. She teased my feet, saying, Get used to it, babe. He's going to continue flooding my pussy from now on. I couldn't hold it much longer. I went back in her and unloaded so, so deep in her. As I finished, I told her I've never felt her pussy so satisfied. She just giggled and said, I hope you know your hot wife is back. I love it. She laid on her back and I began to kiss her neck. I could taste the sweat. I could smell him on her. Get used to it. He's going to fuck me often. And I also have two 21-year-olds that I want to fuck your wife, she said. We knocked out as we cuddled. The next day I hit her. Dude, I'm 20 years older than him. What the fuck was I thinking, she said. But she got over it really quick as she met up with him the very next day. P.S. She just hooked up on him with another 23-year-old. Happy to say she's officially a cougar. Thanks, Ray. Well, hello, Ray. I have actually met with women that, and I would be one of them. Just there's something about a 23-year-old. I I don't mentally connect with them. I need something besides just a good body and a good dick. It just doesn't do it for me. So not saying that 20-year-olds couldn't, you know, arouse me or stimulate me. Just, I can't go, yep. But there was a thing, and I remember I was at this meet and greet, and I met this man, or I knew him. I call him Kojak from time to time. And he was telling me about his wife, and she just does, would not go here. And she really wants her to be with a younger man. And I told him, I said, this is what you do. I mean, they lived in a college down for God's sake. It wouldn't be hard to find her a younger man to, you know, have funds he was. So I remember telling him that, you know, to, for him to go out and find one, but, you know, just leave that part out and, you know, find one that looks a little older. You know, we can't have a 23 year old that looks 17, you know, on our hands or 12 or whatever. That just wouldn't work. So I told him, you know, just, 
go with it and not tell her, you know, <laughs> it'd be one of those that then she finds out he's 20 or 22 or 23. And what if he has an amazing dick? And then eventually she'll just get over it. And of course, she was sitting right there as I was telling this, and she was just shaking her head. But I was trying to find a way for him to have his fantasy, you know, but uh, I bet she has him carded every time. I'm just saying. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, do you hook up with someone younger? I know, you know, you know, you know what I like. But could you go with younger? And I know I'm asking this and my lovers are going, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and everything else. But could you go that young? Could you go old and young enough, I should say, for them to be, well, your kid, or your kid's friend, or anything else? Something to think about, you know, and at what age is too young? You know, I mean, I guess if you're looking for a quick fuck, but then again, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do anybody 20 just for a quick fuck. And I tend to gravitate or older and older tends to gravitate towards me and it works out. But I, I have to say, I, I've never had someone that young approach me and look for a hookup. Next year is 2023. Yeah, I wonder how many knows I'm going to be saying. What do you think? Dear Nikki, thank you again for airing my last account of my adventures of my wife. I really must not write lengthy excerpts using only my phone with my fat fingers. Well, to finish off the lengthy account of my wife's night out. She joined her friends in a nightclub in London, down in Soho. The club usually attracted a mixed crowd of very open-minded, straight, and gay people. Her and her friends, fueled from Bolivian marching powder, have been there a couple of times to dance the night away. It's quite a cosmo place, nothing too in your face. Quite open, no dark, dingy bits. I'm sure that the music would have been happy house disco with a bit of cheese in there to play to the less adventurous of us listeners. Remember, my wife from the hours of 6.30 to about 12 or so had been receiving lots of attention from three guys at the hotel. I'm not sure how she went out, but I can only assume that the party drugs kept her on a sufficient level to seek more fun. In a brief conversation I'd had with her by IM, while list she was in taxi to the club, she mentioned that she was still horny and was playing with herself in the cab, dreaming it was me. Of course, this drove me wild, but I could do nothing except wank myself to unconsciousness until I heard from her again. The next time I heard from her was around 6 a.m. Her. Baby, I've met someone else. Do tell. It's a black guy. Can you believe it? He's wearing a kilt. No shit. I could believe it in this club. He is by. Okay, tell me more. Well, I felt his cock in the club. He's massive. I mean, really, really big. I made him hard in the club, and it just pokes out from his kilt. Everyone can see it. Now, my wife has never really been a size queen. I guess that's why her kink has remained so plausible for me. She's just not fucking guys for the size of their cock. In fact, I've seen her take much smaller cocks than mine, and bigger cocks. She has not really shown any preference, though the first time 
I saw her take a cock with a wider girth. She did have an audible gasp. Baby, can I fuck him? Yes, but you must be careful, please. I love you so much. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. I love you forever. Now, I am sure that she does love me, but the whole uncertainty of this lifestyle that the element of doubt is I think maybe she'd run off with someone. But if she did, they'd have to cope with her needs, and I'm not sure many men could cope with her needs. She always comes back to me, and we always have amazing weeks and months together between her bouts of infidelity, and mine for that matter. Some may find this super strange. Some may long for what we have. It is wonderful, fulfilling, but it's not easy, and can cause stress that we seem to turn into better with sex with between us. Me. What time will we be home? Well, should be home around lunchtime. She came around seven. I did text her a few times to check if she was okay. The only reply I got was two times. Once, baby, I'm okay. The other, he's fucking me again, baby. I love you. When she got home in the evening, she just wanted to sleep. So she had a shower, which we had together. I felt her body. Her pussy was so sensitive, though I played with her a little. She could not handle being touched so much in the shower. It felt so open still. We went to bed and cuddled, and it felt amazing. She slept so peacefully. We both had Monday off of work, so we laid in bed and discussed her adventures. The guys she had met on the Saturday were all nice guys, but she referred to them as boys. Boys who did their best. She led them and instructed them, and I'm sure they did not stand a chance. And although she tried to satisfy her in the evening, there were issues with erections and mostly had to resort to finger play, though she did get to come a few times. Escaping from the hotel room was a polite challenge as they could not believe what was happening. A hot older woman had dominated them for hours, challenging them to perform. I wish I could have been there. The black guy from the club was a whole different experience. Now she had a couple black guys before, color's not really the issue, performances. She and her friends have always joked about BBC, but few had encountered it. This guy was big, as we say in the UK. Yes, this is a cockney accent. My cock will not burst. Like a midget's arm holding an apple. I've not discussed inches or even metric count, we are metric here, but she has gestured the size. When she told me, my heart sank a little. How would I ever fill her up again and satisfy her? He was tall, mid-thirties guy, worked out, obviously, she said, and could throw her around. She liked to be thrown around. He fucked her in his small flat in Soho three times. She said she'd never been filled up so much, but she could not fit it all in. It was the first time she had to hold some back. It was frustrating that she could not let the full length disappear inside her pussy. But she said when she put her hand on her belly, she could feel it moving inside her. She really felt like she was being moved around inside. He fucked her with long strokes. She was so wet that she squirted from fucking. She was very rarely did this as to make her squirt. I'd usually have to find her special spot with my fingers deep inside her. But this guy got her there with the sheer size of his penis. 
a potent weapon indeed. The squirting happened in missionary position, and she screamed so loud she had to bite the pillow, not waking the whole building. The slight, squeaky bed was irritating enough. It made deep fucking difficult, and ended up on the floor, on the duvet. Because he was so big, she was so tight, he came quickly the first time. She said the second time was a lot less aggressive and more sensual. She said he really tried to make love to her, the bastard. They always do in the end. They think they'll win her heart, but her heart is mine, even if her body is theirs for a while. The last time they fucked, he truly wanted her to stay. She's captured another man's heart. He's never had anyone quite so responsive. After she told me this, I of course wanted to reclaim my beautiful bride. She looked so amazing that Monday morning. We made love, really beautifully. And her pussy was so responsive. It massaged my cock like never before. The inside felt so swollen and soft. And rather than be bigger, it was actually felt tighter than ever. She had hydrated throughout the morning and her juices made me feel so good when I entered her after the first weekend adventures. She was soon coming beautifully, but in love, not lust. And when I unloaded inside my wife, I went to a place that was heaven on earth. I love her so much. Like I said, it has slowed down since the pandemic, but I really want us both to find our mojo again and go for it. There's nothing more beautiful than one you love being pleasured and coming no matter how it happens. Lots of love, Ken. Hello, Ken. And I love you too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I actually like the story. And like your wife, I'm not a size queen. The color of the cock does not mean anything to me. You know, just pleasure me and I'll pleasure you. That kind of thing. We'll find our rhythm. However, it seems to me that your wife has had a great experience with this gentleman, which is nice. I, the, the BBC I've ever had have, like she said, have been horrible. It was like I stumbled into the, a very group of, I have a big cock. So that means I'm amazing. And not that I did a gang. I just made it sound like I had a gangbang. I did not have a gangbang. What I'm saying is the handful of times that I've been with men that were rather large, black or white or whatever nationality we're talking here really led with the, well, it's big. That means it's amazing. No, <laughs> I have been with smaller men that have given more than a big, you know, a big cock. So I know you guys go into a zone of, oh my God, he's much bigger. And I mean, so I'm going to be much worse Absolutely not. As his wife's pointed out, she's, you know, or he's pointed out for his wife. She's been with several different men in different size ranges and has had a mix of pleasures, you know, some good, some bad. So just because you have big cock doesn't mean it's good. As I keep saying, would I try winning it? No, I like girth. So you can be average and be girthy and I like to be stretched and that would frustrate me. So I was nice to hear that she was frustrated. It was too long because I've been with that. And it's, I like to know you are fully inside me. I like to know that your pelvics is rubbing my clit as you fuck me or your balls are slapping my clit. Absolutely. I would so much rather have that than wasted space. And it really seems like really anything 
bigger than uh, what, and I hate the word average. I don't know. I know I've said this before. I hate the word average, but the very definition of the average cock, you know, five to seven inches is perfect for me. Anything over than that, you know, anything over seven is wasted space for me. It really is. Actually, anything early over six, six and a half. So I would rather you stretch me and we go really slow. And as soon as I get really wet, you pound in me. I think that's how it works, right, lover? I think this is a perfect place to end for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget Crazy Winter Nights coming up next month. I think they're sold out, but check and make sure. Crazy Summer Nights, uh, June and August. June August? Yeah, June and August, not Jujongus, like I just said. Um, I'll be there. I can't wait to see you, and I hope we have a drink together. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we go sit on the couch and open that robe of yours? You know, I like to get on my knees first thing in the morning and suck your cock while you're watching the news or reading your magazine. What do you think? I really want to. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a very, very happy holiday. <laughs>